0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today.
1: It's disappointing that our discussions in the Congressional Republicans have not been willing to discuss raising revenues, but the policy differences between the parties should not stop Congress from avoiding
0: default. You understand that raising revenue is raising taxes, right? It's the only way the government can raise revenue. It's not like they can open up a pizzeria or an ice cream stand. Although Joe Biden would love to open up an ice cream stand. You better believe it. He'd be the biggest customer. We could solve the entire debt problem just by selling Joe Biden ice cream. He'll even sell the Corvette for it. It's a dream come true deal. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Guys, it's good to be with you. Uh, will we have a deal on the debt limit? Well, Biden went to Japan because he's part of the G7 and was going to be there for the summit. And I'll get into more uh, about the, the G7. But uh, he's coming back. He's not going to do the trip to Australia and Papua New Guinea because he's got to come back and deal with the debt limit. Because those waskily Republicans, all they've done is actually pass legislation to raise the debt limit but keep spending at 20 20- 2022 levels dr matt will joins us right now economist at the university of indianapolis and i think before we get into what's been proposed we got to start with basic concepts I, i like it when we start from a from a baseline sir what is the debt limit well tony
1: the debt limit is like the limit on your credit card it's the amount of money that the federal government is allowed to borrow Because you and I know, everybody knows, that the government is deficit spending. They're spending more than they're taking in. And so the only way they can borrow more money is if they get an increase in their credit card limit. And that's what has to to happen. And the Congress must approve an increase in the president's credit card limit. And as of right now, they have increased it. They've given him a new limit on his credit card, but they put some conditions on it.
0: Those conditions are not so much something new, but as to say, well, here's the spending limit we had in 2022. We're going to keep that spending limit. The Democratic Party has taken that to mean, oh, so you're going to cut services. You're going to cut veteran services. And this, you know, anything that they consider to be a a place to uh, a, a exploit. We now are at a place where if we don't spend more money, that is therefore de facto a cut.
1: You know, Tony, that's actually was invented back with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton changed the terminology where he said spending isn't spending, it's called investing. And he's the one who said increases aren't increases. So now the entire baseline is changed in our lexicon, where cutting is defined as not increasing it big enough. And that's absurd, but that's where we are and the media is cooperating in this, uh, in this
0: facade. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. So, the debt limit means that we're not able to spend anymore because we're not able to borrow anymore. The debt limit isn't. No, Tony, that's not correct. That's not correct. We can spend as much as we take in. All it
1: means is we can't increase our credit card limit, we can't borrow more. We can continue to spend as much money as we take in, which is an important point that I'd like to talk about with you.
0: I'm a bit confused because what I hear from Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House Press Secretary, and Janet Yellen, the Treasury of the Secretary, and all the talking heads out of the administration and on cable news is that if we don't raise the debt limit, we can't pay our bills. But you're saying we can do the spending. So explain it.
1: Tony, that's why I messaged you this morning on one of the talk, because that is an outright lie. That is completely false. We can spend every dime that comes in the door through tax dollars. Joe Biden can take tax collections and every day the government's collecting money, Tony, every day they're collecting taxes. They can spend that money. They simply can't borrow more money to spend. So what does that mean? That means it's a question of priority. So there is no reason that we should default on our debt because the president can make a decision to take the existing tax revenue that's coming in the door today and tomorrow and next week and next month, and he can take that money and he can pay back the loans. He can pay off the interest on the loans. He can make that choice, or he can choose to spend it on Social Security, or he can choose to spend it on government giveaways, or choose it to spend on subsidies for solar energy. But they can spend every dime that comes in the door. They just can't borrow more money to spend.
0: Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. So explain to me what happens if we default on the debt. Or, or maybe said differently, if we do I have been telling people for the past few days, I'm not about to worry about this. If we default on the debt, we default on the on the debt. It's not that I want it to happen. It's that I'm not going to get myself worked up about it the way the political left seems desperate for me to get worked up about it, and to a smaller extent, the political right. If the if the debt limit isn't raised, are we are we going to default? Are we not going to be able to pay the bill?
1: Uh, okay, there's two parts to that, Tony. First, let me repeat what I said a moment ago. We will not default if Joe Biden chooses not to default. He can choose to pay the interest on the debt. He can make that decision and pay it with existing incoming tax revenues. It's a complete lie what Cringe said in her press conference. It is not true that we can't spend money. We can spend every dime that comes in the door. He chooses what to spend it on, though. He simply can't borrow more. Now, as far as is this a problem? Well, it's a problem for Wall Street, and you made a good observation, both the left and the right are nervous about it, because Wall Street has invested in treasuries. They want the government to pay them back. They don't want to default. This is just like Silicon Valley Bank. There are lots of very rich people who want to get their money back from the federal government. That's why they're creating this alarm and this concern. Main Street isn't that concerned about it. It's the people who have invested and loaned money to the government that want their money
0: back. Well, then there's the whole conversation about who will get the bailout and who will be forced to pay for the bailout. But we'll get to that conversation later. One of the other uh, big talking points from the Biden administration, as long as we're engaging in concepts of clarity here, sir, is this idea of reducing the deficit. Deficits being different than debt. This was President Biden the other day.
1: I'm proud of the progress my administration has made. We reduced the deficit in the first two years by $1.7 trillion in the first two years.
0: And I propose the budget would reduce another $3 trillion over the next decade. He keeps touting this. The Democrats... Keep cheering this. It got backed up yesterday by the head of the Democrats in the House, Hakeem Jeffries. President Biden, under his administration, in addition to all of the significant legislative accomplishments that occurred in the last Congress, including around infrastructure or the Chips and Science Act or the Inflation Reduction Act, reduced the deficit by one point seven trillion dollars. I don't know if I necessarily trust the guy who tells me that the Inflation Reduction Act did good for the country, (laughs) but they keep touting this number, Dr. Will, $1.7 deficit reductions. What is the difference between deficit and debt, and what is a data manipulation that can take place to make it look like you're doing something when actually it means nothing?
1: Well, the the difference between deficit and debt is easy to explain. The amount of money that you owe on your credit card—that's debt. Deficit is the amount of extra money you spend this month on your credit card. So this year we're adding deficits, but the debt is the balance that's due, and the balance keeps going up, and that's what they're talking about as far as increasing the debt ceiling—is increasing the limit on your credit card. But this 1.7 trillion, Tony, this is laughable. And you know, I'm not a fan of CNN. I think they're very biased. But just go to the CNN fact check page. They actually said that the president lied because the taxes that he's having, the new corporate taxes, have decreased the deficit. Tony, those taxes didn't even go into effect. They weren't even in effect yet. They're not yet in effect. And he's saying that these taxes that we haven't even collected yet decreased the deficit last year. The deficit decreased for one reason and one reason only, and even CNN admits it. They decreased because um, Trump and Biden significantly spent money on COVID. And when the temporary spending, those stimulus packages, those giveaways to people and businesses, when those were expired, the deficit went down. That's all. We just stopped spending money on COVID. That's all that happened, Tony. And by the way, we still have a multi-trillion dollar deficit this year.
0: So, the that the fact that biden says this he has to get the number from somewhere so somewhere they're able to do a manipulation and say to him okay say this and then send him out there and someone has to direct him on where to go and the bunny rabbit turns him around and says no you speak over here and he says these words but as you describe it even cnn is fact checking him if that's the case Is Wall Street engaged in this fact check as well? Does Wall Street recognize that Biden is not telling them the truth? Of
1: course, Tony. The Wall Street Journal isn't repeating his lies. I mean, they report what he says, but no one one on their editorial board has agreed with it. Everybody knows it's not true. It is true, though. The deficit did go down, but it didn't go down because of anything he did and any of the taxes on the rich like he keeps claiming the deficit went down simply because the temporary spending expired that's all Tony we still but we still have over a trillion dollars of deficit each year adding to the 21 trillion dollars we have on our credit card
0: as you look at this as as an economist you and you don't deal with the theory you deal with the with the real life stuff the dollars and cents um, we talk a lot about do you buy now or do you hold your cash now? And we've talked about the idea that buying things because cash will be worth less as as this goes on. And then you hear that Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, is kind of hinting that there won't be any more uh, increases in uh interest rates and then you hear from the president of the federal reserve of atlanta saying i don't know if we are done with raising interest rates and then you hear from another part of the federal reserve saying we're probably going to be holding and we could see as soon a decrease they're trying to send messages every which way as an economist you take a look at this economy, you took a look at those last jobs numbers, you take a look at the consumer price index, you take a look at the producer price index, The how, what the wholesalers, uh, you know, the actual costs are. What is it telling you right now for the rest of at least 2023? Well, it's
1: telling me what about inflation, about growth, about employment. You know. Is
0: is this economy one that's turning around and growing or is this one that is stagnating and will continue to do so?
1: No, it's stagnating, Tony. I mean, that's, the data just continues to show that I talk about the uh, PMI index all the time. This thing has shrunk now for five months in a row. It's still negative. So that shows you that the economy is contracting. That is just a piece of factual information. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, if, if we can get the deal on the debt ceiling that includes spending controls, then I see the economy looking better, but only if that happens.
0: Yeah, it's not, that's not going to happen, sir, just so we're clear. It's not going to happen. By the way, this is a personal question. You still a believer in, in buying things? Go get yourself a used car. Go get yourself an actual thing. It's better than holding on. You know, the, the money is going to continue to have less value as we go for the next couple of years?
1: No. No? I believe right now if you were to do what I would recommend right now is people put money in a money market account. Schwab, which is one of the most conservative lowest interest rate paying um, investment banks out there, they're paying over 5% of their money market. Now, Tony, you can put your money in the bank with them and other companies too, by the way, and earn 5%, not even tied up for six months.
0: I want you to know so why
1: in the world, why in the world would you go invest elsewhere and buy assets when you can earn money just by parking in a money market account? That's, that's terrible for the economy, but that's what's happening.
0: Full disclosure, um, I have done exactly that. I, I never discuss my own investment stuff, really, unless unless I own a stock and I'm talking about it. I don't I don't mention it because you should never take an investment advice from me, ever. But I want you to know I did that uh, about three weeks ago as I saw the rates uh, moving in that direction and, and put the cash there. So I feel like, you know what? Look at me. I've got an idea of what's right with the world.
1: Yeah, and Tony, you know, You're doing the right thing, but isn't that sad for the economy that we're not buying assets and building factories, but instead we're just parking our money in cash accounts?
0: Well, I I did buy something because the Mecham auction was going on, and I clicked the bid button. (laughs)
1: Well, Well, I hope you make a lot of money on it, Tony.
0: We will see. We will see Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. You can follow him on Twitter, Dr. Matt Will, Dr. Matt Will, on the Twitter box. I appreciate you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.